Next thing I knew, I was flat on my back, wriggling around on the elephant-patterned rug to my heart's content. After a while, I thought, why? Why am I doing this? I tried to remember, came up blank, stopped wriggling, and in that blank and motionless pause, I caught another unexpected smell, this time not of elephants, but of Iggy. Iggy? Iggy's my best pal. Lives next door with the Parsons. The fun we used to have. But that was before the Parsons, a real old couple, bought an electric fence that they never managed to work right. So now Iggy didn't get out much. And even in the old days, had he ever been in our house? Not that I remembered. So what was his smell doing here? Not a faint, long-ago kind of smell, by the way, but strong and recent. I rolled over popped up on my feet, barked one of my barks, of which I've got many, one or two that can tear the roof off, as Bernie says. The truth is, he only said it once, but it led to a whole night of me trying to bark the roof off where we were, which happened to be a hotel, possibly the Ritz, where we'd gone for a special weekend with Susie. Susie being Bernie's girlfriend, a crack reporter now working for the Washington Post, which which might be in Foggy Bottom. I came real close to figuring out something about the past, but no cigar, which didn't bother me at all. Once I chewed on a cigar butt, and believe me, it's not something you'd want to repeat. Although I did. And then again. Back to this particular bark, not close to my loudest, but sharp and quickly cut off, sending a message. I was about to try it again even sharper, when Bernie stuck his head in the room. You okay, big guy? There he was, my Bernie. Hadn't seen him in way too long. My tail started wagging, closed in on blur speed. The room got breezy, not sure why. But that breeze carried Iggy's scent. My tail hit the brakes in mid-wag, stood tall and stiff, and I was back to barking that sharp bark, eyes on Bernie going through some mood changes, huh? He said, which I didn't get at all. I was about to bark one more time. Bernie, we've got a problem. When he took a gun from his pocket and moved toward the waterfall picture. We'd had several guns in our career, including the 38 Special, now at the bottom of the sea for reasons I couldn't remember even if I tried, which I did not. And for a while, quite recently, we've been completely gunless not good in our line of work. But that forty-five, a big stopper, in Bernie's hand meant we were good to go again. A big stopper, by the way, that I'd taken off a perp or, or possibly a cop of some sort. I was wondering about wondering about that, as Bernie reached for the waterfall painting. A gun not in use belonged in the safe, where we also kept some papers, plus our most valuable possession— Bernie's grandfather's watch. Bernie removed the painting, spun the dial on the safe, put the gun. But no. What was this? No safe? No safe behind the waterfall painting, but instead just a hole in the wall? Bernie went still. So did I. We're a lot alike in some ways, although the only one actually panting was me. Bernie lowered the painting, leaned it against the wall. He put the gun back in his pocket, 
all his movements real slow now, his gaze on the hole in our office wall. I could feel his thoughts. He was thinking his hardest. When Bernie thinks his hardest, the air feels like a storm's coming on. Then he gets an idea and you feel light as a balloon when someone lets go of the string. Feeling light as a balloon when someone lets go of the string, Charlie, for example, is the best. I waited as patiently as I could for Bernie to get an idea. All I knew was that Iggy couldn't be the perp. He's way too small, for one thing, and not much of a leaper. Leaping is my best thing, although I'd somehow flunked the leaping test at canine school on my very last day. Was a cat involved? And maybe some blood? It didn't matter. That was how I'd met Bernie, meaning it was the best day of my life, except for all those that followed. But I still wouldn't mind a do-over.